0: In the Nahmaduhu Nahmedu, who and Estherino, who and Esther Ferro, Shururi and Fusina, was a yati Armalina, many hedihilahu fella movilella, while many old fella hadiella, wash Hado and la ilaha illa who wached a hula shari kella, wash Hado and Mohammed and Abedu who were a So we're on the chapter Babu Maja of Ria the chapter regarding what has been mentioned about showing off. The chapter regarding showing off, the rulings of showing off, and the ahadith and narrations that have been mentioned regarding this issue of showing off. So this particular chapter then is talking about one of the forms of minor shirk one of the forms of minor shirk, which is showing off. As Shaykh Al-Fawzan, he says, مُنَاسَبَةُ هَذَا الْبَابِ لِكِتَابِ التَّوْحِيدِ Bayan فِيهِ بَيَانٍ نَوْعٍ مِنْ أَنْوَاعِ الشِّرْكِ الْأَصْغَرِ This chapter has within it a form from amongst the minor shirk types. That is showing off. وَلَمَّا كَانَ الشِّرْكِ Ala And shirk is two types overall. You have from the aspect of it being major and minor, but there's a different categorization as well. There's the categorization of major shirk and minor shirk, but there's a different categorization as well in two, which is shirkun zahir wa shirkun khafi, shirk which is apparent and open, and shirk which is concealed and hidden, shirk which is apparent and open, and shirk which is hidden and concealed. فَالشِّرْكُ الظَّاهِرُ The open form of shirk, مَا يَكُونُ فِي الْأَعْمَالَ الذاهرة, That's the type of shirk which occurs in your open actions, in the open and apparent actions, ك الذي يذبح لغير الله أو ينظر لغير الله أو يستغيث بغير الله إلى غير ذلك من أنواع شرك الأكبر الذي يراه الناس ويسمعونه. So the open and apparent type of shirk is in the actual actions that a person performs, like he slaughters for other than the sake of Allah or he vows. For others besides Allah or He seeks aid and help uh, and protection from others besides Allah. All of those are open acts, apparent acts of Shirk. But then there is a second type. A shirk al Khafi. This type of shirk, the second type, the concealed shirk. People can't see it. Somebody could be doing it, but it's not something visible to the people. It can't be seen as such. فَلَا يَعْلَمُونَهُ لِأَنَّهُ فِي الْقُلُوبَ So people cannot see it, and they will not be aware of it, because this type of shirk is in the heart of an individual. It occurs in the heart of an individual. So that is not something which can be seen. Whereas the other type of shirk is the open shirk upon the actions. A person slaughters, a person vows, a person seeks aid and assistance, all of those are physical outward things which are seen by the people if someone is doing them. That's open shirk. Whereas the concealed shirk is the one which is from the heart of an individual. So you don't know what's in his heart and whether he's committing shirk or not. فَالشِرْكُ الْأَوَّلِ يَكُونُ فِي الْأَعْمَالِ الظاهرة. So the open type of shirk, that's in the open actions, the physical actions. But this type of shirk is in the intentions of a person. فِي وَالْمَقَاصِدِ وَالْقَلْبِيَّةِ الَّتِي لَا يَعْلَمُهَا إِلَّا اللَّهِ This type of shirk occurs within the intent of a person. His intention and what his objectives are in his heart in doing an action. So this type of shirk revolves around that intention of a person. So showing off is this type of shirk, concealed shirk? Because when somebody is showing off, they are performing some worship just to show off in front of the people, it is not known. You do not know what is in their heart. A person comes into the masjid and he prays, you don't know whether his intention was sincerely for the sake of Allah, or whether he just prayed that whole prayer in his heart for the sake of the people just to show them. So this is something in the hearts and in the intent of a person that is not seen by the people. The word arriya, showing off. This particular word, it is derived from the word Al-Ru'ya, which means sight, to see something, something visible. So a person he beautifies his actions, beautifies his worship beautifies his obedience and makes it good and nice in order for the people to see him and to praise him and elevate him upon this worship and obedience that they have seen from him in a beautiful manner. So he beautifies that worship to be praised by the people, to be seen and then praised by the people. ذَٰلِكَ مِّنَ الْمَقَاصِدِ Or his intent may be something else, but he wants something from the people. His intent is not for the sake of Allah. This is what is known as الرياء, the showing off. لِأَنَّهُ يَقْصُدُ رُؤْيَةً الناس له Because his intent is for the people to see him. His intent is for the people to see him. And that's why Riyah is known as Riyah from the word Ru'ya to see something, physical, visible sight of something. There is another type of showing off as well, which is known as Asum'ah. Asum'ah in the Arabic language is from hearing something. That type of showing off can occur in statements. In verbal types of obedience. So for example an individual. He beautifies the recitation of the Quran. To be heard by the people. To be heard by them. So that they praise him. So that they praise him upon the beauty of his recitation. Or an individual. When he speaks he beautifies his speech. And makes it eloquent so that the people who hear him praise him upon it. That's his intent. His intent for speaking in an eloquent manner, in a beautified manner, is so that the people who hear him are impressed by his speech, and they praise him for it. He wants their praise. So that is again a type of verbal showing off. The recitation of the Quran, if somebody does it to be heard and to be praised upon, a verbal type of showing off other forms of lectures, the khutbah, delivering classes. A person doing these things verbally, if he's doing them with the intent of praise from the people, then his action is the verbal type of showing off. Because that is not something people see as such, it is something they hear. So that type of showing off is known as sum'ah, that which is heard verbally, showing off with your speech and your recitation and other affairs verbally, whereas the other one is from ru'ya, physical actions that are seen by the people. There is one other explanation also for suma some of the scholars have mentioned, and that is a type of showing off whereby you do some action, and initially you do that action in secrecy, in privacy, there is no one to see you, But then afterwards, you speak about the actions and the obediences that you've done. And you narrate to the people what worships you've done, so that they praise you upon what you have done in the past. That is again showing off then. Even though they may not have seen your original initial action, they may not have been there to witness the original obedience that you did. But then you're speaking about that obedience to people, you're saying I did this, I did that, and you're talking about the worship you've done, in order to gain some praise from the people, then again that's showing up, like an individual, he prays the night prayer, prays the night prayer in his home, nobody knows he got up last night to pray the night prayer, no one knows, but then he himself opens up the topic to tell everyone, last night I was awake and I was praying the night prayer, And he starts making conversation regarding his worship and what he did and starts telling people I recited this much and I recited that much and I was awake for this many hours. Now all of a sudden even though nobody saw him do the worship originally, he's now speaking about it and basically boasting about it. So now that is also a type of showing off. Showing off even though the original worship wasn't seen. Then we can say that showing off is two types. The ruling on showing off is two. There are two rulings on showing off. Firstly, it can be major shirk. Showing off can be major shirk. The قسم الأول شرك أكبر وهو إذا كان قصد الإنسان بجميع أعماله مراة الناس ولا يقصد وجه الله أبدا وإنما يقصد العيش al المسلمين. دمه وحفظ ماله فهذا المنافقين وهو شرك أكبر An individual who does all of his actions purely showing off purely for the sake of showing the people purely upon that pretense that he's worshipping Allah and in reality he's doing all of it just to show the people and to pretend to be upon that worship then that person is a disbeliever major shirk that is like the example of the Munafiqeen, at the time of the Prophet wasallam, they were upon this showing off. They were only doing their prayer to be seen by the others. They were only doing other worships to be seen by the others so they would think they are Muslim. So everything they were doing was just to be seen. Everything they were doing was for the sake of that deception they thought they were doing. None of their worship was for the sake of Allah. Everything was showing off. All of it was just to show the others that we are Muslim too. And in reality they were not. So those people have committed a major shirk with their type of showing off. Because all of their actions are purely just for the people, for others to show them. It is not for the sake of Allah at all. This type of showing off does not occur from a believer. A believer cannot commit that type of showing off. Anybody who commits that type of showing off, then he's not a believer. A believer cannot commit that. A believer who commits that, he's not a believer then. If you're upon a state where everything you're doing is for the sake of the people, nothing is for the sake of Allah, then you're upon hypocrisy like the way of the munafiqeen. The one who is upon that absolute manner of doing everything for the sake of the people, there is no intent for Allah. He is upon the same way as the munafiqeen. That is major shirk. So the Shaykh says, min mu'min. This is not something which occurs from a believer, therefore. The second one, Al thani, and this is the type which does occur from the believers. This type of showing off the second category, which is the minor shirk. This can occur from the believers, an individual may have some intent of showing off in some of his actions or in part of his action. And at the same time, he has the intent originally to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His worship is for the sake of Allah, but some showing off enters into it. There is some showing off element that arises within his worship even though the origin of the worship may be for the sake of Allah sincerely for Allah so this is minor shirk then the sheikh now goes on to explain three possible situations where shirk uh, where uh, showing off occurs three possible situations or three possible scenarios three different scenarios where shirk occurs and the ruling on each scenario the first scenario الحاله الاولى ان كان مقصودا في العمل من اوله واستمر معه الى اخره فان هذا عمل مردود if a person from the very beginning of a particular worship that he does from the very beginning of the worship he starts with the intent of showing off and it carries on with him that same intent till the end of the worship, so his whole worship was upon that intent of showing off, then that act, that worship that he did, will be rejected. Because it was not sincerely for the sake of Allah. <laughs> Allah will not accept that worship. A worship that has been done completely for showing off, it was not for the sake of Allah. So that type will not be accepted by Allah. <laughs> for example, من صلى لله وهو يحب أن يمدح وأن يثنى عليه A person who prays for the sake of Allah, not like the munafiqeen of the major shirk we spoke about. A person prays for the sake of Allah, but he has this intention with him throughout That he wants to be praised by the people for his prayer. He wants to be given recognition over his prayer. He has that intention in his heart throughout. Even though he knows in his heart overall, his prayer is for the sake of Allah. But he has this intent throughout, that he wants the praise, he wants the elevation from the people. This person now, his prayer will not be accepted. That prayer in that way will not be accepted. Because throughout his intent was there to gain the praise of the people. Throughout his intent was there to receive the accolades of the people, to receive the praise of the people. So the showing of intent was there throughout. Hence that particular worship will not be accepted. That prayer will not be accepted. Al The second scenario. A person initially begins sincerely for the sake of Allah. A person starts praying, comes into the masjid and starts praying for the sake of Allah. Then during the prayer, maybe some people walk in or something and he notices them in the corner of his eye, so he starts to beautify his prayer in the middle of it to show off to those people who have now walked in. So initially he started good, sincere. But then somewhere within the worship, all of a sudden the showing off intention arose. In this scenario, when that occurs, he's praying and suddenly a bunch of people walk in and he notices them and he gets the thought in his mind that I should make my ruku' a bit longer. I should make my sujood a bit longer. The thought starts coming to him now because they've come in and sat right somewhere where they can see him. But then, when that thought comes to him as they enter, he blocks the thought and does not act upon it. Realizes it's not permissible. I can't get into that. Haram, showing off. He realizes straight away and he doesn't act upon this thought which came to him. He realizes straight away and he repents from it and he continues upon sincerity so he manages to block this thought which came to him when the people walked into the mosque the thought came to him make your ruku longer make your sujood longer but then he blocked it and he stopped it and he prayed as normal how he prays in that case what's the ruling on his worship now during the worship the thought came to him he saw the people the idea came to show off it was there in his mind as he was praying So in this instance, there is no issue there. He blocked it, and he carried on as normal. He didn't show off, so the worship is correct. The thought came, the whisper came, but he blocked it. Blocked that whisper, didn't act upon it, carried on as normal, sincere to Allah. So the worship is correct, his prayer is correct. Because the origin of that worship he had begun upon, Initially he had begun upon ikhlas, sincerity, then the idea of the showing off came to him in the middle of it, but he blocked it and carried on as normal. So the worship is correct and it is accepted. The third situation. الثالثة, the third scenario. يطرأ في أثناء العمل ويستمر معه. Somebody starts their worship originally upon sincerity again. Same scenario occurs in the middle of it. Some whisper comes to him regarding showing off. But in this scenario, he is unable to block it and he acts upon the whisper. He acts upon the whisper. And so he does start to beautify his Rukua more than usual. Does start to beautify his prostration more than he would. To show these people now who have entered and are seeing him and watching him. So this scenario is the same as the second one. Only difference is in this scenario he doesn't manage to block it. He ends up doing the whisper that comes to him. Does end up starting to show off in the middle of his worship. So what's the ruling on this one now? He's prayed two raka'at for example. In The third raka'at suddenly some people walk in and he notices them and he wants to beautify his prayer now. So he starts beautifying it because he knows they are watching him and he's trying to impress them. So the third and the fourth raka'at he had that intent of showing off in there. But the first and the second were completely legit. So what's the ruling on that prayer? Half of its uh, deficient, the the half so you're saying the whole of the prayer is nullified you're saying just the two raka'at at the end are nullified that's the two opinions of the scholars some scholars they say the whole of the prayer would be nullified in that case why is that they say because the prayer is not a worship which you can break up into pieces prayer is one worship you make your takbiratul ihram at the beginning allahu akbar and you don't finish until you say your taslim at the end assalamu alaikum assalamu alaikum between that opening allahu akbar and the end assalamu alaikum all of that is one worship that's the prayer it's one entity of worship They say you can't break up one entity of worship. If showing off started in the middle of it somewhere and carried on with it, then the whole of it has to go. You can't break up that one entity of prayer into 0.5 and 0.5, half and half, and say now just do the other half, the first half is okay. They say you can't break it up. And the example they give is like the wudu. They say the wudu. For example, if you had done, you've washed your face, you've done the mouth, you've done the nose, you washed your arms, you wiped on the head, then you got distracted by something. <coughs> something happened in the home. You had to run out of the bathroom. you got distracted, children, something. a few minutes later, you come back to the bathroom. Now, what do you have to do? You have to the whole why the part's and dry it out, yeah. if he comes back to the bathroom now. Several minutes later, and his face has dried up basically, and his arms have basically dried up. Now, he can't just say, I'll just wash the feet now and finish it off. I've done everything else now, just a few minutes ago, I got distracted, I'll come back and just wash the feet and I'm done. Can't do that now. Because that wudu is one entity which flows from one body part to the next. One entity of worship that flows from one body part to the next. So if the previous body parts have dried up, there's no more flow, the flow has been broken. So now you've got to start again, all of it from the beginning. They said the prayer, the same thing. Those four raka'at in a four raka'ah prayer, for example, all of them are flowing as one entity of worship. So if the showing off falls into some part of it, the whole of that entity breaks up then. The whole of the prayer is nullified. That's one opinion. The other opinion of the scholars is, that actually... The opening section of the prayer that you were upon sincerity in is acceptable and correct. They said that would be acceptable and correct. If two raka'at you were sincere, and the showing off only came in the third and the fourth, the first two are legitimate. Those two raka'at are legitimate. But the other two are not. So you do have that difference of opinion between the scholars in a situation where the showing off comes in at the middle of the worship somewhere, Originally you had started with sincerity, whether the whole of that worship is then nullified, or only the part of it where the showing off entered into it. That's a difference of opinion. Details of that are mentioned in Ibn Rajab's explanation. Uh, the Al-Ulum uh, al The opening hadith. If you look under there, the explanation, he explains all of the details of these scenarios. He uh, briefly mentioned, uh, sheik Al-Fawzan mentioned them. But over there you get the details of the scenarios and where the showing off comes in and what the rulings are. So these are just the basic general rulings. Then, the first ayah that is quoted here. <laughs> Say that I am human just like you. Revelation is sent to me. That indeed your God, deity to be worshipped, is only one deity. Indeed, I am a man just like you, and it has revealed to me, it has been revealed to me that your deity is one Lord to be worshipped only. This is the ayah which then carries on to say, yushrik bi'ibadati Ahada that whomsoever desires to meet his Lord, they let him do the righteous actions, and do not commit shirk in the worship of your Lord alongside anyone. All of these ayat are to highlight the issue of what? Both of them are talking about Allah is one, your Lord is one to worship, do not commit shirk alongside him. All of this is to highlight the importance of? So, Sincerity, all of this is to highlight the importance of sincerity, Al-Ikhlas. Every act of worship upon Ikhlas and Mutaba'ah. So these ayat here are to highlight the issue of Al-Ikhlas. Because a person who has Al-Ikhlas, then that removes showing off. The one who is upon Ikhlas, it removes showing off. Ikhlas, it removes that showing off, it removes that shirk. So here in the ayah it says قُلْ Say Allah is telling the Prophet Sallallahu Say to the people إِنَّمَا أَنَا بَشَر That I am only human فَالرَّسُولَ صَلَى اللَّهِ all بَشَر وَكُلُّ الرَّسُولَ مِنَ الْبَشَر So the Prophet Sallallahu was a human Just like all the other Prophets were humans وَالرَّسُولَ qisman, And the messengers are two types رسول مِنَ الْمَلَائِكَةِ ورسول مِنَ الْبَشَرِ Messengers from the angels and messengers from the humans. اللَّهُ يصطفى يصطفي مِنَ الْمَلَائِكَةِ رسولا وَمِنَ النَّاسِ Allah selects from the angels messengers and from the people messengers. So there are messengers from the angels and there are messengers from the people. The messengers from the angels, Jibreel the one who brings down that revelation So the angels, they are the intermediary that bring down that revelation from Allah to the humans to the human prophets and messengers They are the ones, Jibreel salam, who brings down that revelation to the human prophets and messengers. Because people, humans, would not be able to handle the scenario that the angels were the ones sent as messengers to us. Angels in their original appearance and their form, it is not something that humans have any habitual accustomization to. They are not accustomed to angels. It is strange. It is out of the ordinary. Hence the scholars, they mentioned the prophets and messengers to humans were sent from the humans. Not from the angels that are out of the ordinary and we are not accustomed to them. So those angels, they were a means to pass on that revelation to the prophets and messengers, Jibril A.S. And then the prophets and messengers would then uh, uh, pass that on to the people. وَلِذَلِكَ يَبْعَثُ اللَّهُ الرُّسُلَ مِنَ الْبَشَرِ إِلَى الْبَشَرِ Hence Allah sends the messengers to humans from humans. لِأَنَّ هَذَا مُقْتَضَى رَحْمَتِهِ بِعِبَادِهِ This is from the mercy of Allah upon his servants. مِنْ أَجْلِ أَنْ يَفْقَهُوا عَنْهُمْ وَيَتَعَلَّمُوا مِنْهُمْ وَيَأْلَفُوهُمْ Because then the humans can learn from these other humans, the prophets and messengers. And they can uh, educate themselves from them and they are accustomed to them, to humans, humans to humans. If the prophets and messengers sent to us were from the angels, the humans would not be able to uh, take sight of them and they would not be accustomed to them. And it would be something in opposition to the human nature to be with angels and to see the angels. Hence, they were sent as prophets and messengers from the humans to us. So innama ana bashar, that indeed I am only a human, I don't have any rububiya. I don't have any uluhiya. I don't have anything from deification. The Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam is saying, I am only human. So this is a refutation of those who exaggerate with regards to the right of the Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam. They exaggerate in the right of the Prophet they make dua to him, they call upon him. They seek help and aid and assistance from him. And some of them, they even say, إِنَّهُ min That the Prophet was made from light, or that he was made from this, or he was made from that. And that the Prophet was not made from the same way as the children of Adam have been made. This is what the people, they say, and the claims that they make. But that is all from the exaggeration, because this ayah now says, إِنَّمَا lokum." I am human just like you. مِثْلُكُمْ Just like you. I am human just like you in the affairs of human nature. فَهُوَ بَشَرٌ يَجُوعٌ So he was human. Hunger. He felt hunger. Yamrad And he became ill. وَيَتَعَبْ فِي And he would become tired in journeying. Just like normal humans. The human nature that was there. And he would experience concern about affairs just like people experience concern and worry about the affairs Allah said we know that indeed it grieves you what they say so the prophet was human in emotions of that nature too human in eating and drinking and sleeping in tiredness human in those affairs فَهُوَ يَهْتَمُّ وَيَحْزَنْ لِمَا يَرَى مِنْ مُخَالَفَةِ النَّاسِ لِعِبَادَةِ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ So the Prophet wasallam would become concerned and grieved by the fact that the people were opposing the message of Allah and not worshipping Him. Because he wanted goodness for the people. لِأَنَّهُ يُرِيدُ لِلنَّاسِ الْخَيْرِ وَيُرِيدُ لَهُمْ النجاء. And he wanted success and salvation for the people. فَيُحْزِنُهُ إِذَا رَآهُمْ عَلَى سبيل الهلاك so it would grieve him, when he saw the people upon the pathway to destruction, and not upon the pathway to salvation. The distinguishing factor though, even though he was human like us in all of those affairs, there was something that distinguished the Prophet sallam from us. And that distinguishing affair is the messengership, that he was chosen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he was given the revelation, and so he was the best of creation, the most pious of creation, the greatest in worship of creation. So he was the greatest of the mankind, the final messenger, the seal of the messengers. So he says, ha ilayya, revelation is given to me, i.e. via Jibreel السلام, And this revelation has said, Annama ilahukum ilahum wahid. That indeed your Lord, your one to worship is only one. Your deity to worship is only one. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. بِحَقْ هُوَ اللَّهُ Allah said, that is because indeed Allah is the truth and that which they call upon besides Him is the falsehood. So, The core of the message of the Prophets and Messengers was this core of Tawheed, of sincerity of action, sincerity of worship to Allah, to ensure that your actions are not upon uh, showing off. They are not upon seeking the reward and the praise and the elevation of the people. Rather, they are all done sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The next section is going to speak about the pillars of worship. The pillars of worship and those pillars of worship we'll start with next time and the following chapter we'll move into as well which is linked directly to this. The following chapter which is about a person doing his actions to achieve some worldly benefits. A person doing his worship to achieve worldly gains. Seeking knowledge, so you can go and get some job as a professor in a university just for the money. Doing things just for worldly gains. Worship for the sake of some worldly benefit. What is the ruling on that type of worship with that type of intention? That's going to move on to the section next time as well. So we'll carry on with that next week, inshallah. Ta'ala. Straight after or slightly after the Maghrib prayer, 8 o'clock, 10 past 8. Insha'Allah wa sallallahu alaihi wa sallam mm. nabiyana Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.
1: The Sheikh, um I didn't understand about the hearing. Um just check upon
0: hearing. The showing off of hearing. Because it is verbal. When you recite the Quran to impress people, do they see that or do they hear that? The thing which you expect them to be impressed with is the verbal side of it, what they hear from you. So therefore, that's known as sumah, showing off. That it's verbal; they hear it, they don't see it. They don't see it. If you were behind a, a soundproof glass, they would hear your, they would see your lips moving, but they can't hear anything. If you're reciting the Quran, so the showing off isn't in your lips moving. The showing off is in the actual voice that you're beautifying. So that's heard, hence known as sum'ah.
1: showing off, not necessarily showing off but you're telling somebody about an action that you did in order to encourage him to maybe copy you um, you
0: that's permissible but you have to be very careful with those types of affairs lest you fall into the showing off it's not really a necessity to have to do it that way, there's many other ways to encourage people to do worship but if it was purely with that intention it is allowed, there are examples of that but it's something that's not a necessity to have to do in that way. There's many other ways to encourage a person to do some actions or some worship without having to tell them about the things that you do yourself. On occasion it may occur and it may be a good way to encourage someone.
1: And if someone asks you about a uh, worship that you've done, like if you prayed a salah,
0: would you tell them? No, that's, that's, that's obvious. Praying your, uh, That's not something that uh, can have showing off in it. Someone says to you, have you prayed your maghrib today? Of course you prayed your maghrib today. How can you say no to that? That's not true enough if you say yes. Okay,
1: what if you, you, know, you kind of
0: done that uh, someone asks you you do your night prayer and then you just... You so, you don't have to answer. You don't have to answer. You say, don't ask those types of questions, you know, because of these reasons. You can explain to him. So you know, it's not, it's not really suitable. We ask each other these types of things and we... Because uh, the Salaf didn't used to do that type of thing. The Salaf used to conceal their worship. Especially the night prayer and these types of things, they would conceal it. Not go on asking each other, did you do this and did you do that? So, explain to him, it's not really suitable to do this. To ask each other, have you been doing this worship or that worship? This is sincerely for the sake of Allah. Whether I've done it and you've done it, Alhamdulillah, I've done it for the sake of Allah. i my reward if I've done it. If you've done it, you've got your reward. There's no need for us to tell each other, I was praying and I was doing this and I was doing that. Um,
1: do you know that the, the second part mm. um, of showing off, um, said there was um, the major and the minor. No, no, no. Yeah, when you start showing off, um, when you start to show off, I think this one I'm talking about. Mm. You, 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 you show off um, in the middle. Yeah, which one is the stronger opinion that you have to do your prayer again?
0: Allahu That's for that one. You have to research into the Ibn Rajab book. Inshallah, we'll bring it next week. I'll bring it next week and we'll read his section as well. The Ibn Rajab section is very good on that topic. Okay, Insha'Allah I'll bring it next
1: week
0: We'll read, read that yeah, well, khalas, we'll read that next week to, uh, the, Because the readings differ Some of the scholars they said the whole prayer is nullified Pray everything again Others they say the beginning of it is legitimate The opening part of your prayer was legitimate And it's just that last raka'ah you don't get any reward upon it But whether you have to repeat the last raka'ah That's another issue on top But Inshallah, we'll, we'll uh, If I remember I'll try and remember to bring the Ibn Rajab one next week And we'll read that section as well It's very good the opening section of uh, Jamil Al-Lum and Hikam. <laughs> so I'll carry next week in, inshallah.
1: <laughs>